Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Jesus' story continues with us. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world. But I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. John 15 verses 18 through 20. The church continues Jesus' story here on earth. After his ascension, Jesus maintains his physical presence here through his body of believers. So we understand why his followers will experience what he experienced in varying degrees, of course. The Gospel according to Luke and the Acts of the Apostles are two books that form a sequel that demonstrates just that. In Luke, we read of Jesus' life and ministry. We see his prayer life and the persecution he endured. We see him being declared innocent but still condemned to die. And we see the Holy Spirit working through him mightily. In the book of Acts, we see the empowered church, his disciples, experiencing the same things he experienced while he was here. They were imprisoned, falsely accused, flogged, innocently condemned, and even killed as he was. So we should not be confused or surprised when we find ourselves having to go through trials, fiery trials even. We are just continuing Jesus' story, and in so doing, he is glorified through us. Notice in John 15, 18 to 20, Jesus says that the world hates us because they hated him first. And because we are in him, we do not belong to this world. But though the world hates us and persecutes us, we should not be daunted because both he and the Father will come to us and reveal themselves to us. Look at John 14, verses 23 and 24. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. The world's attitude towards Christ's disciples is determined by two things. One, their hatred for Christ, hence they will hate us. Two, we are not of the world. Christ chose us out of the world. Therefore, whatever the world did to him, they will do to us, because we are carrying on his story. We, we represent his physical presence on earth. But who comprised the world in John's context? 
In John's context, those who rejected Jesus and his teaching, that also included many belonging to the religious order of the day. Today, it is the same. Anyone who rejects Christ's method, message of grace and love is a part of the world. They may even be religious people, Christians even. Now that would be an oxymoron. The Apostle Peter also has something to say about the believers sharing in Christ's suffering. This qualifies us to share in his glory. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fire ordeal that has come on to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be others as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. First Peter chapter 4 verses 12 to 15. Peter speaks of the Christians suffering for Christ as the Christian sharing in Christ's judgment, which is to begin in God's household. However, he said, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? First Peter chapter 4, verses 16 and 17. There is no shame if one suffers as a Christian rather than as a criminal. On the contrary, that name should be a source of praise to God, for it identifies the bearer with the blessings of salvation. The Bible Knowledge Commentary states, The term Christian or Christianos occurs only three times in the Bible, here and in Acts 11.26 and Acts 26.28. It may have been used derisively by unbelievers as an insult. The Bible Knowledge Commentary also continues. Peter had referred to persecution and suffering as trials that refine and prove one's faith, if reacted to in the will of God. Now he added that God allows persecutions as disciplinary judgment to purify the lives of those in the family of God. If believers need disciplinary earthly judgments, if it begins with us, a first-class condition which assumes the reality of the premise. How much more will those who do not obey the gospel, the ungodly, and the sinner deserve everlasting judgment? Peter quoted the Septuagint rendering of Proverbs 11.31. If it is hard for the righteous to be saved, to emphasize God's disciplinary demands on his children, the vicissitudes of life are a part of God's constant care. Yet from a human perspective, discipline is always hard. Peter is not teaching that salvation is earned through personal trials or works. 
but simply that those who are saved are not exempt from temporal disciplinary judgments, which are the natural consequences of sin. Oh God, please give us grace to endure the fiery trials we face on this sin-cursed earth. Help us to have the attitude of Jesus as we face our trials. And may all these trials accomplish your work in making us to reflect your glory. Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters.